Louis, I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Rhodes? Well, we're going, we don't need Rhodes. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. No, I am your father. You're listening to After the Ending, the only film podcast where we tell you what happens after the ending of your favorite films. And now, here are your hosts, Mike Spring and Phil Edwards. Hello and welcome to After the Ending. I'm Mike Spring. And I'm Phil Edwards. And this is another bonus episode where, uh, as we've just recently had a a holiday here in the U.S., Thanksgiving, uh, schedules get a little crazy. And so, uh, as always, we never want to leave you guys hanging for an extra week waiting for an episode. So so we're going to give you a beautiful, bouncing bonus episode. There you go. Exactly. A beautiful, bouncing bonus episode full of life and joy that will bring a smile to your face. And some trivia questions. Where you can go, God, I knew that. I can't believe they didn't know it. Oh, they're idiots. <laughs> right, exactly. We do tend to miss more questions than we get right, it seems <laughs> like. So, uh, well, Phil, why don't you then explain people what we're going to be doing today and what movies we'll be talking about? We're going to be doing a Quizmaster Deathmatch where we ask each other trivia questions about some of our favorite films. I'm going to be asking Mike questions about The Goonies, and he's going to be asking me questions about Big Trouble in Little China. Indeed. It, it should be uh, interesting. Now, as as we know, uh, we had a bonus episode a few weeks ago. Uh, I had originally started off the series uh, with a, a nice three to zero lead on yes. Quizmaster Deathmatch, and then Phil has won the last two rounds. Uh, so today is his chance to to either tie it up or for me to take a little bit of a lead. Yeah. So I'm chipping away at it. Yeah. Yes, and then what else do we have in store, Phil? Yeah, we'll also be doing our top five film scenes involving food yeah we figured since you know one of the main things about the thanksgiving holiday is eating and food that it would be fun to do a little top five film scenes involving food and uh, I, I thought it was a fun list to put together so yeah yep and there's probably lots of scenes involving food that we've forgotten but uh, i like some of the ones i've picked yeah yeah likewise yeah. all right well why don't we start off as always with our quiz master death match uh we're doing i'm 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 answering questions about the goonies you're doing big trouble in little china phil why don't you uh why don't you go ahead and throw your first one at me and we'll see how i do okay i have yeah, to make we'll up ju- for my my embarrassing showing last time we did this yeah we'll, ju- we'll just say there's a we have six questions and they're like easy medium and hard the first two questions are one point each uh, the next two the medium questions are three points each and then the final two the hard ones are five points each so it can all change, you know, in the final round. That's right. That's right. Things things have been known to get crazy in Quizmaster yeah. Deathmatch, or at least mildly interesting. <laughs> <laughs> crazy like a fox. That's right. All right. Well, okay. Phil, why don't you uh, why don't you uh, give me the first question there? I'll jump in. I'll dive in first. What do you got? Okay. Here we go. Who played Mikey? That would be one Sean Astin. Correct. Yes. Starting off good. One point. I like yes. it. Just to set the tone. You know what I mean. Yes. And right. So you did well. You got that one right. Thank you. All right. What co- so so here's your first question uh, for Big Trouble in Little China. What color did the eyes of Lopan's brides have to be? They had to be green. Ding ding ding. Excellent. One point Lovely. for Phil. All right. Well, it's a tie game so far. Let's see what happens. Okay. Let's see. So what month does the Goonies take place in? Hmm. I'm gonna say it's got to be August or September. I'm gonna say September. Oh, it was October. October, because uh, I thought they were going back to school, but I guess, yeah, I guess not. Uh, I was close. I knew it was the fall somewhere. But... You were very, very close. Yeah, as close right. as you could get. Well, That's true. one way or the other. I couldn't have been any closer without getting it right. So yes, exactly. All right, all right, fair enough. Okay, here's your next question: The three Storm Brothers 
inspired characters in what wildly popular video game franchise in the 90s? Uh, is it Mortal Kombat? It is Mortal Kombat. Oh, brilliant. Nice. Oh, nice question. Yeah, I believe it's... it was like Sub-Zero and Raiden, I think. Is Raiden, one of the yeah, he was, wasn't he? Yeah, he was yeah the, and there was uh... another one who looked just like Sub-Zero. Was that Raiden? Might have... But he's different color. Scorpion, I think. Scorpion, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were, um, they were uh, some of those guys, I think. I forget yeah. which ones exactly, but Sub-Zero for sure. They were inspired by the, the Storm Brothers. So. Cool. Oh, nice question, that. Thank you. And also threw me a second because, yeah, yeah, I like it. Very good. Okay, so your question three, which is now worth three points. Yes. What did Chunk say sloth smelled like? That is a good question. Um, I know it, and it's going to escape me. Um, he smells like his grandfather. No, no, he smells like phys ed. Phys Physical ed. education. Yeah, all right. Okay, good question. All right, well, here's your first three-pointer then. Which famous Asian actor did John Carpenter originally want to play Wang Chi? Uh, well, it would have been Bruce Lee, so say Jackie Chan. You are correct. Oh, get nice in. Nice job pulling that one out. Oh. Uh, all right, all right, another early lead for Phil. Let's see if I can turn it around. So your second question for three points. Yes. What was the most horrible thing that Chunk had ever done in his life? I know, I know this one because he's got his hand in the blender and he threw yeah. up in the movie theater. Yeah. And then everyone else threw up too. Yeah, right? that's, that's what I wanted. Yeah, he made everyone throw up in the, in the cinema. Yes, okay. Well Thank done. You. you got it. Yes. All right. I feel a little vindicated now. Brilliant. Whew. All right. Okay, here's your next three-pointer then. Name one of the two street gangs from the beginning of the film. Oh, I watched it the other week when I'd been to see John Carpenter. Uh, they, they have the yellow and the, and the red. The wing, I say wing tongs. Okay, um, you're close. So here's what I'm going to do. It's the wing kong tongs. Oh yeah, so I'm yeah. Gonna, I'm going to give you one point for that because you're mostly there, but I can't oh. go full three points because you, you didn't get 100. percent Is that fair? That's thank you very much. It's yes. more than fair. Thank you. I, I find it interesting, Phil, how how cutthroat we take this. Yeah, you know, <laughs> we're, we're very we're hard competitors. We're like, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Yeah. I'm going to give you a point. <laughs> yeah. Is that okay with you? Do you mind? Yeah, I'm just going to tease you along. And then <laughs> right. what's what was the name of the other one? The, uh, the, the Chang Sing. The Chang, Chang the, Sing and yeah. the Wing Kong Tong. Okay. Yes, correct. Gotcha. All right. Ah, okay. Should have got that. Okay, so now we're on to the big point ones, okay? Yes, the five-point questions. Okay. So what is the name of Mouth's dad's plumbing business? Wow. Um, I'll give you a clue. It's got plumbing in the title. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I have no idea, honestly. Ed's plumbing. No, it's Mad Jack's plumbing. Mad Jack's plumbing. I honestly, even hearing that, doesn't it doesn't ring a bell. I'm, I'm not I'm not gonna lie. Uh, you see it on the side of a van, I think. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not yeah. saying it's not in there. I'm yeah. just saying, you know, usually when I when I get the question wrong and then you tell me the answer, I'm like, oh, I knew that, but I really didn't know that. So <laughs> I don't mind getting that one wrong then. Uh, okay, well, no, no it's a, it was a tough one, but yeah, uh, for sure. You know, well, that's, that's why it's when five the final points. two, yeah, when yeah. the final two. All right, so no, here's your first five pointer. In the scene where Jack Burton infiltrates a brothel, he is wearing the same outfit he wore in a previous one of his films. Which film was it? Oh, that's a good question. Okay, process of elimination. It will be. No, we don't want used cars. Dang it! Are you serious? How did you get that? Is that it? That is it. Oh, there was the only one I could think of where he'd be wearing a suit. Man, I thought I thought maybe I'd stump you on that one. All right, all right. That Phil. was that was pure guess on my part. That was a good one. Thank you. you that's a, that was a great question. Thank you. I liked it. I didn't know that at all. That's that's I, a good one. Yeah, yeah. He wore the suit he wore in used cars. Well, I like it when they do that. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, it's fun, isn't it? Okay, what is, so this is your final question, what yes. is Data's zipline called? It's the, not the Pinterest apparel, but the zipline is the, um, I really got to stop picking movies that I haven't seen in a while <laughs> because I know this one. This is one Come I know. Come on, process of elimination. You can work it's it out. The put, put, Go on, imagine your Data. <laughs> No time for love, Doctor Jones. Um, <laughs> it, it's 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 it's. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You don't know. I it's don't. wings of flight. Wings of flight. Uh, all right. Well, uh, I have failed miserably once again, but um, it, I will go ahead and give you your last question just just for you know propriety. But okay. The final credit music was performed by the Coupe de Villes. Name two of the three members of that band. <laughs> Jeez, that's a uh, Eric LaSalle and... Uh, I'll tell you what, I'll give you a hint. You went and saw John Carpenter perform music recently. Oh, John Carpenter? Yeah, that's one. Um, is it Andy Howarth? Is that the guy who's at music with? Uh, it is Andrew Howarth? It is not. That is a good guess, but it is not. The other two members were Nick Castle and Tommy Lee Wallace. Oh. Uh, and Tommy Lee Wallace was actually uh, one, uh, Carpenter's assistant director on a lot of films, and I believe he directed uh, Halloween 2. He took over for John Carpenter. So. Oh, okay. Oh, I didn't know that then. So the band... Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, it was, it was him and fellow filmmaker, uh, you know, fellow members of his crew, basically, were the Coupe yeah. de Villes. Brilliant. So, all right. Well, let's hear the totals, Phil. Okay. This is going to get ugly. You got four. Ugh, at least I did better than the Back to the Future 2 a couple of weeks ago. Yes, yeah, uh, yeah. You got 11, actually, a very high score. Wow. Quite impressed. Wow. And that ties things up at three Quizmaster Deathmatch victories, two, three Quizmaster Deathmatch victories. We are all tied, Phil. I told you things could swing your way. Well, certainly, yeah. Henry Swanson's my name and excitement's my game. <laughs> I got to pick better movies next time, man. Mm. No, I think I think I was very good. Uh, good, good questions are good questions. Likewise. Thank you. Uh, well, for those people who don't want to wait too, too long for this tiebreaker to be broken, uh, with uh, Christmas and New Year's coming up, I, I'm sure we'll have a few more bonus episodes in the not-too-distant future. So this rivalry will not rest <laughs> on its laurels for long. Yeah, so the next one it really is going to be a yes, Christmas yes. death match. It could be, it could be a game-changer. Mm. I'm going to have to think long and hard about my next film. Yeah. All right. Gonna, I might not think hard at all. I'm just going to pluck them out the air and go, yes. <laughs> that, that's fine with me. I, I prefer winning, frankly. <laughs> Yeah, so now we're going on to the top five feature for this bonus episode, and we're looking at some of the uh, some of our favorite scenes in films involving food. Yeah, a lot to choose from, a lot to choose yeah. from. But I think there, I think also though, even though there's a lot of them, I won't be surprised if we have a couple overlaps because I do think there are some scenes that sort of jumped out ahead of the pack, at least for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. So it'll be interesting to see uh, to see what what we come up with here. Yeah, it certainly will. Okay, okay then. So what is your what is your number five in the list? All right, well, my number five is American Pie, and it is the scene involving <laughs> American Pie. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I enjoy the American Pie movies. I'm not a huge, huge fan. Like, you know, they're, they're, uh, I think they're much, very much a product of their time. Yeah, um, I do like the first one. The first one is very good, and I, I just think that's such a funny scene in that, mostly because of Eugene Levy. You know, he's so funny as Jim's dad um, that, you know, when he walks in on Jim, and then they have this whole conversation that just gets more and more awkward by the minute, you know. Um, I, I think it's it's great, and I do think that, you know, while I was a little bit older when uh, American Pie came out, you know, for a, a particular generation, that was like the teen sex comedy yeah. for a lot of teenagers that really kind of, you know, shaped their, 
humor, you know, kind of like in the eighties, you had things like Porky's and stuff like yeah, that. You know, this was sort yeah. of that in the nineties. So I, I, you know, I think it's a great film and I'm, I'm sure a lot of people have a lot of fond memories of, of Jim and his apple pie there. So, yeah, so that's true. my number five. Yeah, the teen sex comedy sort of died out at the moment, hasn't it? Yeah, and the few that they've tried to put out haven't been very good. But, you know, they, they tend to go in cycles because that happened yeah. in the 80s. They did a lot of them, like with, you know, Porky's and a bunch of those that were big hits. And then they died for a while until American Pie. And then a bunch of other good ones came out. Yeah. And then, you know, they died down again. They, so they, they cycle through every 10 years or so. So yeah, we'll, I think we'll we're see, due. We'll see some again. Yeah, we're due for a resurgence. Okay. Well, my number five is uh, 2003's Old Boy. Mm. Uh, with the scene where eating the live octopus. Yeah, good times. Yeah, yeah. But it's, uh, look at the context of the film. It's Ode Sue. He's been held prisoner for 15 years. He's got out. He's wandering the streets. He doesn't know what's going on, why, why he was there. He's just been fed bland food the whole time. So he goes and has something which is full of life, literally. Right. And he consumes it because it's, it's, he, he needs something to make his life have purpose. So he's starting with something, you know, an experience which he hasn't had for the past 15 years. Right, right. Well, sure. not many of us have had it at all, to be honest. But no, <laughs> exactly. does that, it, it's a good scene, but it gives you good good insight into the character's mindset at the time, which is, you know, a bit crazy, but it's a good scene and works well. Yeah, yeah, great choice. Very good. Thank you. Well, speaking of food that most people have not eaten, nor would they want to eat, uh, my number four pick is Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. <laughs> and it is the feast scene from that movie uh, where yeah. Indy and Short Round and uh, Willie are at the temple and they're being fed. And it's got good like pick, a... Yeah a giant snake on the platter that they cut open. There's a little mini snakes in it and there's, there's chilled monkey brains for dessert. Um, and the reason I, I, I picked it on my list isn't because it's one of my favorite necessarily like, Oh, I love to watch that part. Cause it's kind of gross, but um, it, it's a funny scene for one. Um, but it, it stuck with me. You know, I watched that movie as a, as a kid. I loved the Indiana Jones movies and like, that's just such an indelible part of that movie that really sets the tone for it. And, you know, for, I mean, to this day still, I can always, I think of that movie and I just think of chilled monkey brains. Like that's just one of those things that, you know, so it was one of those things where, you know, as a younger kid, when that movie came out, younger, but as a, as a kid, when the movie came out, I hadn't watched a lot of things that were PG 13. Obviously that was the first PG 13 film. Uh, So it was sort of right on that, right on that line of being too gross for me to handle, but also not gross enough for me to not handle. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, It's kind of that perfect like squirm inducing, like, Ooh, that's so gross, but it's so funny kind of thing. You know, they, they handled it perfectly. So to me, that was a great moment just because it was so, so memorable and, and just, you know, something that, a kid like me could watch without like losing my mind, you know, but, but yeah. right on the edge of my comfort level, you know? Yeah. Well, it was a bit different, wasn't it? From the things we'd seen. Right. Exactly. Yeah. An, an excellent choice. It almost made my list, but not quite, but sure. yeah. Chill monkey brains are always good. Yes. Yes. Hell <laughs> in films. Not literally though. Yeah. Not literally. Right. Don't, con- don't condone that. You know, you've got to warm them up. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Who eats our monkey brains chilled? I mean, really yeah. that's, what are we savages? We yeah. we have microwaves. We can warm up the chilled monkey brains. <laughs> Okay, then my number four is also, it's a little bit, uh, you know, off the beaten track. It's Pan's Labyrinth. Ah. Guillermo del Toro's, uh, it's the scene featuring the pale man who sat at the table, who's also played by uh, Doug Jones. Hi, I'm Doug Jones, and I live for films. Yeah, thanks, Doug. Yeah, appreciate that. Thanks, Doug. Uh, Good to hear from you after a while there. You did did good in this one, Doug, so, you know, it's okay to pop up. Right. Uh, But, yeah, it's the one he's, you know, Ophelia's walking around because she's got to to get the key, he gets the key from the scene. And, and uh, there's, the, there's this creepy pale man sat at this table groaning with all these gorgeous, well, gorgeous in a twisted kind of way food, you know, crystal. everything looks a bit crystallized and slightly on the verge of turning. You've got the grapes and things, but then Ophelia's tempted by it, even though 
the fawn has told her not to and she goes and she goes to grab a grape and eats it and then suddenly the pale man wakes up and then doug jones hi i'm doug jones and i live for films thanks doug he uh he scares the uh the bejeebas out of us all right but that's uh that's Pan's Labyrinth. Excellent choice. Great movie. Uh, big fan of Guillermo del Toro. So uh, I, I approve. Didn't make my list, but top-notch choice. Thank you. Well, my number three is uh, a scene I think a lot of people will uh, recognize. It is the diner scene from When Harry Met Sally. <laughs> and I don't think I really need to say much more about it, to be honest with you. I mean, it's it's the diner scene from When Harry yeah. Met Sally. And it ends yeah. with the perfect line, I'll have what she's having. Yes. I mean, really, it's it's one of the great comedy moments of, you know, romantic comedies, in my opinion. So, uh, yeah. That's yeah. that's that's it. Meg Ryan's fantastic in that scene. Billy Crystal's fantastic in that scene. It's just it's just a lot of fun. And I do think I mean everybody knows that that scene from the movie. Yeah. So it had to make my yeah. The, the the food must be good. <laughs> right, right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. An excellent choice. Okay, my number three is uh, Cool Hand Luke. Uh, of course, uh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the 1967 film starring Paul Newman as the prisoner who's uh, got a failure to communicate, not taking any uh, rubbish from anyone. And he uh, decides to eat 50 eggs, 50 hard-boiled eggs, as a bet with the other prisoners. And uh, he does it, and by doing so, he earns the, the respect of his fellow inmates. Yep. Yeah, it's a classic scene. And it's, I remember watching it the first time, you're just going, oh, you could tell, you know, he's acting, he's eating some of them, but even the way it's done, you're just there going, oh my God, that looks like... That looks dreadful. How could yeah. you do that? Yeah, well, even though, you know, I'm sure because he obviously didn't eat every single one just yeah. all, you know, in one take. But, you know, they would have to do multiple takes and everything. You know he had to eat a lot of hard-boiled eggs to film that scene. I mean, there's, you know, there's no two ways about it, you know. Oh, definitely. As one of the prisoners says, his stomach looked like a ripe watermelon that's about to bust itself open. Ugh, ugh, ugh. Terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a terrific choice. Didn't make my list, but but I mean, again, it could have very easily. So yeah, yeah. All right. Well, my number two is the Gold Rush, starring one Charlie Chaplin. Oh yeah. Um, and now, even if you are not a Charlie Chaplin fan, even if you haven't seen the Gold Rush, it doesn't matter because you're going to know the scene I'm talking about. It's the scene where he takes the two dinner rolls and he sticks his forks in them. He does a little dance with them like their feet. It's one of the most famous Charlie Chaplin images of all yeah, time. Yeah. I think everyone's seen that image at some point or another. It was famously parodied, or not so famously parodied, I guess, in uh, in Benny and June, starring yeah, Johnny Depp. Yeah, I was going to say Benny and June, yeah. a movie that I enjoy quite a bit. But it's just it's just an indelible cinema image. You know what I mean? It's 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 everything that's great about Charlie Chaplin, and every time I see it, it puts a smile on my face because it's just so well done. And it's just one of those things where it's like. You know, how does this guy think of just sticking forks and rolls and turning it into an image that would last for a century? You know what I mean? I mean, it's 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 so good, it's so so simple and so clever. Exactly, that's exactly it. I couldn't have put it better myself. Yeah. So that's my number oh, two. An excellent choice. Okay, my number two is Pulp Fiction and the Five Dollar Shake. Ah, that was so close to being on my list. I yeah. almost put it on there. Yeah, it's it's the scene. Well, we all know it in Jack Rabbit Slims, where Vincent Vega's taking Mia Wallace out for a date. Well, not a date. She, he's just you know escorting her there because he doesn't want to upset Marcellus and Mia Wallace orders a $5 shake a $5 uh, milkshake that's milk and ice cream I love love that scene it's so good it's the Martin and Lewis milkshake and Travolta takes a drink of it and he realizes that it is well worth $5 
Yeah, you know what? What's sad is last summer I was in an ice cream stand and I ordered a milkshake and it was five dollars and fifty cents. And I was like, oh man, when do we get to the point where we we've surpassed yeah. the five dollar milkshake scene in Pulp Fiction? That was a very depressing moment for me. Yeah, five dollar fifty shake doesn't have the same thing. It, does it, it doesn't. But you know, there's a reason he made such a big deal about it being five dollars because milkshake shouldn't cost five dollars. So yeah, yeah, I wasn't thrilled to pay five fifty for ice mine. cream. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, terrific choice. I'd love that. And I, you know, I, I I don't know why I didn't make my list. I guess because I just had some great scenes. I. I you know, I couldn't fit them all in there, but uh, that is definitely was on my shorts. It probably would be my number six if I had made this a top six yeah, list. Yeah. So. Okay, so what's your number one? All right, well, my number one um, is not going to be a giant surprise to anybody who's who's been listening to this podcast for a while, but it is the spaghetti dinner scene from Lady and the Tramp. <laughs> and, I, I, you know, I mean, let's face it. I, I like to use the word iconic, but really, I mean, if there's an iconic image of food in movies, I, I think the scene of the Lady and the Tramp eating spaghetti and ending up with the one strand together and then chewing in together until they kiss at the end is I mean, everybody knows that scene, and that's it's, yeah, it's, it's classic it's, scene. It is, and it's one of those things where when you see like movie montages and things about like famous movies and stuff like that, image shows up so often because it's yeah, such yeah. a it's such a like memorable moment in pop culture. And and I I mean I love the movie, I love Disney movies as as we know, and but I just it's it's the cover art for the video, it's the movie poster, yeah. it's you know it's everywhere. You, it's, you it's can't the one thing that. everybody remembers from exactly. Uh, Every, you know, you can forget everything else about it, but everyone knows that scene. So to me that. Had to be my number one choice. There was never, never a question about it. Brilliant, uh, excellent choice. Uh, it's not my number one, but my number one is Goodfellas. Ah, uh, yes. It's, it's when they're making dinner in prison. Yep, yep. Uh, you got also on my short list. Yeah, you got you got Paulie, Vinny, and the others uh, making dinner. And I always met because it just it was just such a relaxed scene compared to the rest of the film, you know. And it's got the voiceover, you know, with the slicing garlic with a razor blade, so it's it's so thin that it liquefies in the pan. Right, right. And they have, they've got lobsters and steak wine and pasta sauce and scotch and they're just they're eating better than most other people did right i right. just love the way it's done you got the music i think it's uh it's beyond the sea is it playing in the background yeah yep. and just the voiceover telling us what to do and the cooking it and it just makes every time i see it, it makes me want to go in the kitchen and start cooking something <laughs> yes because yeah. it just you can almost smell smell the garlic as they're frying it just it just it just makes the food even though you don't see that much of the food it just romanticizes the whole idea of making a meal and they're stuck in prison but the they're living the life of Riley and having an amazing time, and I just, I just love that scene. Yeah, oh yeah, it's classic, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. You know, it's funny because you really could have just said Goodfellas is a movie. There's so many scenes that have food in them in that movie. You know, yeah, what I mean? true, true, yeah. Um, but, uh, but that is that is a fantastic scene. That for one sure. always always stands out. I just uh, and I always. I keep meaning to try, you know, slicing garlic with a razor blade, but then right. I go, no, that's stupid. I won't go myself if I do that. <laughs> yeah, probably, probably won't end as well for you as it did for them in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, that's that's my number one. Excellent, it's a great choice, really. A great list altogether. I like all the films mentioned. It was nice. There was uh, there was no overlap as well either. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. I'm, so, I'm I'm a little surprised. I thought one or two of them would have shown up, but mm -hmm. that just goes to show you how many great scenes there are in cinema history that have food in them. You know. Yeah. And neither of us Be picked nine and a half week. <laughs> I was going to mention that as well. <laughs> It was on my shortlist. I considered it, but yeah, I, I thought I thought you would have gone for Ratatouille. You know, I actually am not a big Ratatouille fan. Yeah, that's one of my. You know, I'm a huge oh, sure, Disney yeah, fan, yeah, yeah, not yeah. a huge Pixar fan. Yeah, so of course. Yeah. That's a, that's a whole other discussion for another episode. Yeah, Cars. Remember? Oh yeah, that's right, Cars, yeah. <laughs> we won't get into that now. Yeah, that's our that's our top five food scenes. I'm sure. There's, well, there's lots of others when we did the list. We didn't. Uh, we did. We could have picked, but we didn't. But what 
let us know what your favorite scenes in the films are involving food. Yeah, I have to imagine that people have a lot of thoughts on this. I'm sure there's a lot of favorite scenes that we didn't touch on, so definitely yeah, let yeah. us know yours. You can mention nine and a half weeks, but there's, there's plenty more than that. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> don't, don't just go for the obvious, you know, surprise us a little. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, well, there you go. Try so, the fish. Try <laughs> Uh, uh, Phil, you you win the podcast today for that. Uh, one. That's that's a good one. I've been you know biding my time to see the best time to do it. So I like it. I one. like it. You, 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 I bow down to you, sir. That was that was excellent. Uh, well, I'm here all week, <laughs> so I've heard. <laughs> oh man, fantastic! Oh, it never gets old. It well, really doesn't, doesn't get old for me. It doesn't for me either. Maybe our <laughs> listeners, it does, but you know, what are you going to do? Yeah. All right. So, Phil, uh, why don't you tell people next week we'll be back to our regular format. We're going to have a, the usual after the ending episode. So, tell people what they can expect when they tune in next week. Dum 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 flash. <laughs> Uh, uh, well, we're not doing that one. No, we are. We're doing a uh, we're doing nineteen eighties Flash Gordon. Gordon's alive. No, it's gonna be apparently it's gonna be the whole episode of Phil doing music and sound effects and and reciting dialogue. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, bad impressions yeah. again. Yeah, I'm Prince Baron. No, okay, I, we're doing. Yeah, okay, we're going to do Flash Gordon and the Prestige. Yes, we're doing a Christopher Nolan film, and you know how much. Mike and myself love Christopher Nolan films. Well, I, I like Christopher Nolan films. You are not as big of a Christopher Nolan fan, if I recall correctly. Yeah, yeah he's just so cold. Why do we have to be so cold? <laughs> but but I will say that of all the Christopher Nolan films, The Prestige is my least favorite. Mm. So yeah. why are we doing this film again? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, I like it. I don't dislike it, but it is my least favorite. I do think it's his least successful film. So, yeah. um, so fair warning. Again, another movie, though, that we're doing that does have some twists and turns in it. So if you haven't seen it yet, do try and watch it before next week's episode because we are going to – I just like saying this. Yeah. We're going to spoil the crap out of it. So yeah, we certainly are. Make sure you well, watch it before you listen to next week's episode. Here's, here's a, a non-spoiler alert. Hugh Jackman's in it. Th- there you go. Excellent. Yeah. So I think we're gonna. I think we need more non-spoiler alerts. Yeah, right, right, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah, non-spoiler alert is the beginning. Right, <laughs> and there is luckily an end. Otherwise, it would be hard for us to do our after the ending. Yeah, we'd be we'd be screwed. Right. Okay, so yeah, it was going to be Flash Gordon, The Prestige, and our top ten films of nineteen ninety four. Yes, you want to come back for that? It's going to be a good one. Yeah, it really is. I think I think you guys will definitely want to tune in. We're going to have a lot of fun, and uh, it looks like there might be some some singing and some bad dialogue reenactments. So who dum, wants dum, to miss dum, that? Dum, 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 dum. Ah. Uh. <laughs> good stuff it's good stuff yeah feel the power the power in our vocals then yeah i mean really i think people were probably like why are you why are you guys wasting your time on a podcast when you could be a singing duo when you have the recording equipment why don't you just put an album out well you know i'm just a man (laughs) (laughs) oh Oh, i'm making myself laugh now i think that's time for us to bring this to a you are you are killing me tonight um i'm telling you (laughs) <laughs> all right well on that note i think that there's no better note to end this on then so uh as always we thank you greatly for listening i am mike spring and i'm phil edwards and we'll see you next week after the ending that's where mike and myself ask questions of each God, why can't i have said <laughs> first two questions one point three and for, oh, anyway you'll listen you'll, you'll, you'll get the hang of it <laughs> first two questions are one point each yeah, first two questions, one point to eat. Ah, isn't it, isn't it, isn't it, uh, it's kind of, ah, God. <laughs> Let me try that again. <laughs> All right, well, nicely done, Phil. Okay, so that is Quizmaster Deathmatch for this week. Why don't we uh, move on then to our top five films, or our top five, yeah, 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 yeah. Why don't we move on then to our top five, f- f- yes, something. 
Why don't we move on to our top five? Phil, tell people what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we move on to our top five then for this episode? I can't. I can't do it. I can't do it. Okay. I can't. All right. Okay. Yeah. So now we're going on to our top five. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do it either. <laughs> so now we're going on to our I'm top five. I'm flustered for my defeat, and you are flush of the victory. So apparently, neither of us can <laughs> talk. <laughs> Excellent choice. As as you know, I'm a big Guillermo fan. So nice, uh, nice, nice choice there. Thank you. That was crap. Let me do that again. Uh-huh.